0: Deacon Bob, sorry to interrupt, but I can't hear you Apparently he can't hear you either.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, can you hear him, Connie? cannot cannot hear him
0: okay We can hear oh, a comments making um i I sent him a message. I can jump in and lead if I uh, needed.
2: Is it going okay now? Oh, oh. there you
1: go. Yay! Yay.
2: I have my headphones stuck, stuck in, I'm sorry, and I didn't have them on my head. Let's start <laughs> over with the Lord's Prayer.
1: That sounds our Father, great.
2: who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses,
1: The Lord's name be praised.
2: Psalm 29 and Psalm 30, Psalm 29 begins on page 373. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye mighty, ascribe unto the Lord worship and strength.
1: Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name, worship the Lord with holy worship.
2: The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, it is the glorious God that maketh the thunder.
1: It is the Lord that ruleth the sea. The voice of the Lord is mighty in operation. The voice of the Lord is a glorious voice.
2: The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedar trees. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon.
1: He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon also, and Siron like a young unicorn.
2: The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. Yea, the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh.
1: The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to spring forth young, and stripped bare the, the forest. In his temple doth everything speak of his honor.
2: The Lord sitteth above the water flood, and the Lord remaineth the king forever.
1: The Lord shall give strength unto his people. The Lord shall give his people the blessing of peace.
2: I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me.
1: O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me.
2: Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit.
1: Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for remembrance of his holiness.
2: For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning.
1: And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, Lord, of thy goodness, hath made my hill so strong.
2: Thou hast turned thy face from me, and I was troubled.
1: Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly.
2: What profit is there in my blood, when I go down into the pit?
1: Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth?
2: Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper.
1: Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy, and hast put off my sackcloth, and girded me with gladness.
2: Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
3: here begins the first chapter of the book of jeremiah the words of jeremiah the son of hilkiah of the priests who were in anathoth in the land of benjamin to whom the word of the lord came in the days of josiah the son of ammon the king of judah in the 13th year of his reign it came also in the days of jehoiakim the son of josiah king of judah until the end of the 11th year of zedekiah the son of josiah king of judah until the carrying away of jerusalem captive in the fifth month Then the word of the lord came to me saying before i formed you in the womb i knew you before i you were born i sanctified you i ordained you as a prophet to the nations then said i ah lord god behold i cannot speak for i am a youth but the lord said to me do not say i am a youth for you shall go to all to whom i send you You not be afraid of their faces for i am with you to deliver you says the lord Then the lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth and the lord said to me behold i have put my words in your mouth see i have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down to destroy and to throw down to build and to plant moreover the word of the lord came to me saying jeremiah what do you see and i said i see a branch of an almond tree then the lord said to me you have seen well for i am ready to perform my word And the word of the Lord came to me the second time saying what do you see and I said I see a boiling pot and it is facing away from the north then the Lord said to me out of the north calamity shall break forth on all the inhabitants of the land for behold I am calling all the families of the kingdoms of the north says the Lord they shall come and each one set his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem against all its walls all around I will utter my judgments against them concerning all their wickedness because they have forsaken me burned incense to other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands therefore prepare yourself and arise and speak to them all that i command you do not be dismayed before their faces lest i dismay you before them for behold i have made you this day a fortified city and an iron pillar and bronze walls against the whole land against the kings of judah against its princes against its priests and against the people of the land they will fight against you but they shall not prevail against you for i am with you says the lord to deliver you here ends the first lesson
2: the Other magnificat on page 26 my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Here begins the eighth chapter of the
3: Gospel of St. John. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now early in the morning he came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them then the scribes and pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery and when they had set her in the midst they said to him teacher this woman was caught in adultery in the very act now moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned but what do you say this they said testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Here ends the second lesson.
2: Gather Newt to on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation.
1: For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
2: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
2: Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Um, Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I have some very good news. There's only 38 more days of fasting. And um, so that that's probably good news. And I say that tongue-in-cheek because i'm looking I look forward to Lent I'm looking forward to Lent and I'm enjoying Lent right now and this is we're going to look at our passages today and i hopefully I'll give you a, a reason why I'm looking forward to it so in our psalms tonight um we find that God is uh faithful he's worthy and he's powerful and so when he makes a promise it will happen and we can count on it so as we move into Jeremiah the introduction of Jeremiah it's the um, first chapter Jeremiah was the son of um, Hilkiah, a priest, as, as as verse one tells. The Lord Josiah, and so the last four or five kings of Judah were the time when um, Jeremiah was prophesying, and um, so that kind of gives you a little time thing. So this is after the northern kingdom already failed, and so. Uh, this is the call, and each prophet has a call Isaiah mentions in Isaiah six about he saw a vision and the and the uh coal on his tongue and and uh, his his call as a prophet Jeremiah starts right off um we read that in uh, amos and and Hosea all the calls of these prophets and it, it shows this one in particular shows how the the prophetic mission was not something you sought out somebody didn't say hey, it was a word that God would choose the purpose for per person for his purpose so um he once um he his will once revealed required that jeremiah yield himself wholly to it so being a prophet um was not an easy thing his whole life would be affected by it deeply and as we've read before in the new testament a lot of the prophets lost their lives as prophets because um not they, everything they said wasn't the most popular thing and you remember when moses was called at the burning bush and he said well i'm you know not a quick of speech and and so here we see the prophet saying um, i'm too young and, and god says don't say you're too young in fact uh, in verse 5 he ends i ordained you a prophet to the nations then said i all oh lord god behold i cannot speak for i am a youth and god says uh don't say that you're a youth uh, i'll give you the words and so this is a really good reason qualified all the time the people with the certificates but he does qualify those he calls And that's really an important thing. So all of us are eligible to be called by God to do a work. And so we have to keep our minds open to that. And God promised Jeremiah that he would deliver them from those who wanted to hurt him or kill him. Which I think Jeremiah understood. If he's going to go speak to these people who are sinning like crazy, they're not going to be really happy about it. In fact, in verse 8, God says, Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. But they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. And so after Josiah died, his sons and then some of his brothers ruled Judah, and they didn't follow the Lord. Uh, the first one who um, um Jeremiah prophesied against Jehoiakim was very angry and wanted to kill Jeremiah, but as turned out he was carried off to Egypt when when Egypt was kind of controlling the area and so he never saw and that was the that was the prophecy Jeremiah gave gave him that he would be carried off and never see um, Judah again or the land again and then the last king of Judah Zedekiah he wanted Jeremiah uh, dead too and Jeremiah prophesied to him we'll read this later I'm sure but Uh, Jeremiah prophesied to him that he would see the king of Babylon face-to-face. He was the king king of Babylon, and then the king put his eyes out. But each time these guys tried to kill him, they would have him, and then somehow he would be delivered. So not all of it was fun, but he was delivered by the Lord. Uh, Jeremiah, in the end, uh, was taken to Egypt, and so he died in in Egypt. But um, uh, he he lived to be a little bit older, so he didn't get, uh, he wasn't, wasn't killed or, or yeah, he wasn't per- killed for his what he said. He just he lived his life. And so in today's passage in Jeremiah, we see an almond tree. So God says, "What do you see, Jeremiah?" And he says, "I see an almond tree." And He says, "You see well. I'm ready to make my um, I'm ready for my will to be done." And an almond tree um, was one of the first trees to bloom at, at harvest time, and it was a sign of something starting to happen. So him seeing an almond's going to be done, and he also saw a boiling pot facing away from the north. And so while the almond tree signified the watchfulness and that the Lord is watching, the boiling pot symbolizes a, uh, a pot whose contents boil over, which symbolizes the disaster and ruin with the families of the kingdoms of the north, um, when the kingdoms of the north, meaning Babylon, will pour out on Judah. So like a boiling pot being poured out. And so Jeremiah saw continuous evil in his whole time as a prophet. He didn't see uh, much much good happen. And a lot of gloom, and he and he loved Israel, or he loved his land. He loved the Lord, and so he got emotional about it when the people would do that. And his emotion is really played out in the book of Lamentations after Judah fell. And one of his nicknames is the Weeping Prophet. So I think it's really important that we remember, to, like I said, the two things: one, God will if God when we do get called to um, stay to follow through, like God follows through with us. So then we see in in John, it's an interesting story. It's the woman caught in a this or not, but in Deuteronomy twenty two, a couple of verses twenty two to twenty four, it describes the punishment for those caught in their adultery. And so it says, If a man is found lying with a married woman, then both of them shall die, the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so you shall purge the evil from Israel. If a young woman who is a virgin is betrothed to her husband and a man finds her in the town and lies with her, then you shall bring both of them out of the gate of that to that to the gate of that town, and you shall stone them with the stones to death. The young woman, because she did not cry out in the town, and the man, because he humbled the wife of his neighbor, so you shall put away the evil from among you. So as I read the passage, I don't know about you, they brought this woman who was caught in adultery, and one of the questions ringing in my mind is, where's the man? Because, uh, you know, the last time I checked, it took two to commit adultery, and they only brought the woman out. So the exclusion of the man seems to me that there was uh, something amiss and it was set up by these Pharisees. And what they hoped was that Jesus would either follow the the Jewish law and break Roman law by putting someone to death or, and that would lead to his demise or to not follow the Jewish law and be exposed as a false prophet which could also be uh, uh, make him subject to removal or death. So the Pharisees obviously didn't understand who they're dealing with. Jesus followed both laws, telling the one without sin that one without sin should cast the first stone. So he was allowing them to follow through on the um, the old law, but he also made it uh, almost impossible, for, number one, for them to do that if they understood. And and if they did, they would be breaking the, Rome, breaking the Roman law, not him. So Jesus squatted when they first came at me, the, the attention off the, the probably mostly naked woman if they caught her in adultery. And then as they paid attention to him, because he was drawing with his finger in the ground, he stood and answered their question, which brought all the attention to himself. And then he knelt down again and started writing in the ground, which would take the attention off of him and then back in actually to the words that he spoke. And so that made these people think, and as we see, that the oldest understood first, dropped the, the stones they had in their hands and, and had to walk away. And so that leaves the woman standing just in front of Jesus and uh, interesting, she didn't run away at that point when she realized she was free. And he asked her, is As no one condemned you? And she says something, I think, important for us. She understood who he is. And I'm wondering if you could imagine her feeling after this brush with death. I mean, imagining her fear and maybe the shame she felt. And then maybe imagining the feeling of being saved from her punishment. This is where I'm doomed to be. You know, this is going to happen to me. And then to be saved from that. And I think that's the feeling when we think about it. If if we think about what our original destination is in this life, and how we're delivered that from that uh, through through faith in Jesus, and so Jeremiah and the woman actually experienced something, and I like I called it um, the trust drop. And so in therapy, we used to have a thing. We'd have somebody stand up, uh, hold their body tight, and put their arms over. These people who were going to catch them. And I think we have a trust drop we have to do as Christians. So I think our call from this is to know that God can deliver, God will deliver. He calls us. He's the only way, the only path through salvation. And we need to close our eyes and tighten our body, stand straight, put our arms over our chest, and fall back into the arms of Jesus. Let's finish, or let's go right to the intercession on page 590. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends,
0: and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good.
2: And pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we pause and make our prayers at this time.
0: and do thou the
2: God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you tonight. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, everyone.
1: Good evening. Thank you.
0: Good evening, everyone.